The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? Jesus said to them, I will also ask you one question. If you tell me the answer, then I will also tell you by what authority I do these things. Did the baptism of John come from heaven or was it of human origin? And they argued with one another. If we say from heaven, he will say to us, why then did you not believe him? But if we say of human origin, we are afraid of the crowd for all regard John as a prophet. So they answered Jesus, we do not know. And he said to them, neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. What do you think? A man had two sons. He went to the first and said, son, go and work in the vineyard today. He answered, I will not. But later he changed his mind and went. The father went to the second and said the same. And he answered, I go, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said, the first. Jesus said to them, truly, I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are going into the dominion of God ahead of you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. And even after you saw it, you did not change your minds and believe him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, O You can be seated. Authority is a complex thing. You recognize that there are varying levels of authority that you exist under. There are federal laws. There are state laws. There are county laws. There are city laws. There's even those helpful HOA rules assisting you in keeping your driveway spotless. It says in 1 Timothy, by the way, that you should pray for those in authority. So this is your reminder to pray for your homeowners association if you haven't already. As a pastor, I'm told that I have some authority. Sometimes I wonder. Here's a question. What gives me pastoral authority? Is it the robe? Some people think that the robe comes from the togas that were worn in the Senate of ancient Rome. And that we wear these robes to show our leadership in this institution. Actually, these robes are baptismal garments. In the ancient church, the baptized would receive a new clean robe when they came out of the baptismal waters. That's what Paul was talking about when he said you should put on Christ. You should be clothed in Christ. The robe isn't a garment of authority. It's a sign of baptism. What about the collar? Is that where the pastoral authority comes from? I sometimes joke and call this the power strip. The truth is, this little white thing has little to do with power. It's more like a yoke, something that is used to attach animals to a plow. 
This collar is a reminder that in everything that I do and say, I am bound to Christ and committed to serving him. The collar isn't a sign of authority. It's a sign of service and submission. What about the stole? Is this where the pastoral authority comes from? The meaning of the stole comes from the night Jesus died. It says he took a towel, he tied it around him, and he washed the disciples' feet. The stole also is not a sign of authority, but it's another symbol of service. So where does the pastoral authority come from? The answer is found in the ordination liturgy. He has Christ's authority to preach the word of God and administer the sacraments, serving God's people as together we bear God's creative and redeeming love to all the world. All pastoral authority comes from and is a reflection of the authority of Jesus. And the ministry from Christ's authority is something we share. Together, we bear it. In the gospel for today, Jesus' authority was being questioned. The chief priests of the temple and the elders of the people wanted to know, who gives you the right to do these things? And the things that Jesus was doing at this point in the Gospel of Matthew's story, are directly related to what happened just prior to this lesson, how Jesus marched into Jerusalem on a donkey with crowds of people shouting, how he stormed the temple and threw out the money changers and flipped over the tables, causing a disruption. The leaders wanted to know, who gives you the authority to do this stuff? Authority is the ability to have an effect on the behavior of others. When it comes to having an effect on the behavior of others, words are not enough. Action is required. This is why Jesus then told them the parable about the two brothers, both of whose words and actions were not in alignment. They both said one thing and did something different, but it was the one who followed through with action that did the will of the Father, regardless of what his words were. Because with authority, action is required. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Caring for others requires concrete action. It's not enough for me to say the words that I love my wife, Kate. I have to act on it with signs of devotion and intimacy. It was not enough for God to say with words, I am merciful and compassionate and full of everlasting love for you. God had to act on it by sending the Son. 
and putting God's love on display. It's not enough for you to say to God with words that you are sorry and you repent of your selfishness and your sinfulness. You have to act on it by turning the opposite direction and changing your behavior with the Spirit's help. It's not enough for you to say with words to your neighbor, God loves you. You have to act on it by serving them in gracious, loving ways. Words are not enough. Action is required. It's not enough to say you believe in God. You have to show it with your actions. James 2 says this. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but does not have works? Surely that faith cannot save, can it? If a brother or sister is naked and lacks daily food and one of you says to them, go in peace, Keep warm and eat your fill, and yet you do not supply their bodily needs. What is the good of that? So faith by itself, if it has no works, is dead. Jesus came to reveal the upside-down nature of God's ordering of everything. The chief priests and the elders of the people thought they had authority, some control over the behavior of others, some say over who is in and who is out of the system that they were part of. But Jesus corrected their misconception. The truth is tax collectors and prostitutes are entering before you. In other words, the people you think have the least morals, are actually above you in God's perspective. The things that you thought were ensuring your righteousness and guaranteeing your ticket to heaven are actually your downfall. Because here, in God's domain, things are upside down. The last are first. The first are last. And saying the right words is not enough. Our words and answers may not be enough to save us. Jesus has given us authority together to bear God's creating and redeeming love to all the world. And that authority means that we use more than words. We use actions of compassion, humility, and service. Because we are also people in need of God's grace. Amen.